Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I don't need the basketball. More reaction pouring in from I don't that. I'm trying not to get myself fined by the FCC. I don't I don't even know alternate ways. I wish we were on satellite radio. That that dumbass Ted who called and we're trying to track that guy down by the way Ted who works in the Phillips Point Towers he ran into me not paying attention going into the elevators and then called the show and just tried to rip me apart and, and, and yeah it's not even getting ripped apart that bothers me the most like, it's fine people make fun of me it's good I can I'm that's fine with me it's him talking about uh, coming off like he's better than me because he's got money Talking about his $145,000, $150,000, whatever it was, BMW. I, I, that is, that's egregious. That is maybe the most arrogant human being I've ever had an interaction with. Who talks like that? That's not even normal human behavior. It's definitely a first uh, for me. I've been on down the show here damn near 20 you. years, and I've never heard someone, and I've met some complete tools, but had someone. Just go in on how valuable they are, monetarily, financially. I, it, and that's just gross <laughs> human behavior. You know when we make fun of people and uh, you throw around that the guy talks about his car, talks about where he works, how much he makes? It's, you know like when, the, it's the douchiest thing I've ever heard. But you know when we make fun of it like it's a joke? Yeah. Somebody actually but it was, right, but this is real. Says and does those right. things. Like you think you think he's he's a caricature of somebody. Exactly. But no, he's real. And obviously he's uh listening to the continuation of the show, so what's going on, Ted? Oh god. I'm sure he has some important meeting. Idiot. Uh it's a good thing. It's a good thing that uh, there are there are things in life that you think are only for apparent rich people like Ted, but they're actually well within your financial means and they 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 improve your quality of life. And one of those things, there aren't many, but one of those things is Quellive. Laser therapy. And I think a lot of people think, oh laser therapy, I can't I can't handle that. I can't pay for that. It's lasers. It's laser therapy. It's cutting edge stuff. Only wealthy people can afford something like that. No, 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 no. Not at Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V, Quelliv, Quelliv.com. How you set up an appointment, your laser therapy appointment, right off of Flagler in downtown West Palm Beach. There are a lot of uses for laser therapy. It is four in one at Quelliv. Me, I most prominently use it for aches and pains, muscles, joints, working out a lot, getting it in, and, uh, Get sore. I'm getting older. I'm not getting any younger. I'm almost 40, so those aches are a little more prominent. I've been talking about the knee issue. Go in a couple of sessions, good as new. The laser therapy, what it does is it jumpstarts the natural processes of the body. As you get older, those natural processes take longer and longer to work. These sort of give it a, a, a kick in the pants. Say, come on, let's go. Let's go. And it's really helpful. Like I've told the story. It took three sessions, and each session, laser therapy at Quelliv is uh, about the time it takes you to go on your lunch break. Super convenient, super easy, and my knee was feeling so much better. 
Couldn't even remember the pain. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I like instant results. I like it in an expedited amount of time. Qualive delivers both. If you're getting a little thin on top, men, women, scalp rejuvenation, laser therapy special right there at Quellive. You got some, some problematic wrinkles, anti-aging, laser therapy, they help you at Quellive. Annoying fat areas, love handles, things along those lines. You want to tighten up a bit? Good thing. Laser therapy can help that. At Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. Quelliv.com. Not just for money people. Not just for celebs, though they do use it and swear by it. Not just for athletes, but for everybody. Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. Justin tweets in, you definitely beat the brakes off that guy. Yeah, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go fight the guy. Like, that's just not. I don't think it's in my best interest. For uh, what reason? I don't want to have a legal problem. Like, why would I do that? In this day and age, especially a guy like that with money, you don't think that he's got a lawyer on retainer right away? The last thing I need to deal with is a lawsuit, an assault charge. He's probably the first guy. I'm calling the cops, right? Oh, he's one of those guys for sure. Well, I mean, he obviously works with. And close to attorneys. And so, yeah, so right. you throw that one around. Hell, he might even be one. Sure. Um, Joe and Jupiter. That was one of the most outrageous things I think I've ever heard on Sports Talk Radio. Sorry you had to go through that. That made me furious as well. It made me almost want to drive to West Palm and give this dumbass Ted a real piece of my mind. And I've been listening to Sports Talk Radio almost 30 years. Yeah. I appreciate the support. I don't need the support. I appreciate it. My feelings aren't hurt. I'm just mad. It's just such abject disrespect. Right? I don't... I, I'm at a loss right now. I'm at a loss for it. If we have people saying that... Uh, I should take know, a dump on his car. Yeah, I mean, there's people saying... You should I should take go fight him. Dumps on his hood. People say that people are willing to drive here and fight Ted for us. All really? this and that. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, got like a whole army now? So, so all this is happening. People are I've saying. I've got my own militia. You've obviously been in the business 20 years. People have been listening for decades, and this is the first time they've experienced that. It's yep. a uh, awesome Thursday here in West Palm Beach. Hey, we're, we're rolling. Uh, in case you're scoring at home, Damian Lillard is still not a member of the Miami Heat. I, I, I am. I'm not overly surprised, but I, I do think that something is is close to happening. Like, I truly do. We've been talking about cringy, cringy things in sports, the cringiest people in sports. From second one of this entire Damian Lillard wanting the Heat trade request, from second one, the biggest crybaby about all of it has been ESPN, former ESPN personality, current head of the ringer, Bill Simmons, he has done nothing but hope tweet, hope analyze. It, it, when when it, he, He's a huge Celtics fan, and I'm sure it's driven him crazy, past the point of madness that his Celtics rarely, if ever, get the best of the heat. Even when the Celtics on paper are the significantly more talented team. We can all agree on that, right? But there's just some sort of fortitude. Uh, there is an obvious coaching advantage, a will to win, as Spo says, and embrace the suffering that the Heat have that the Celtics just don't. And at this point, if they don't have it now, they're probably not going to get it. 
And so Bill Simmons is openly frustrated about the fact that the Heat already superior to the Celtics when you had guys like Gabe Vincent and Kayla Martin and Max Struess beating your team, complete with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. But now, if the Heat get Damian Lillard, it's going to widen that gap. I do think Bill Simmons has residual pain from the big three, from LeBron, LeBron embarrassing the Celtics on a regular basis, all of these things. But there's a clear pettiness to all of the discussion about Damian Lillard to the Heat that we've heard from Bill Simmons since the trade request. Is that a good way to put it? It's just pure pettiness? Yeah, I don't think there's another way to put it. Bill Simmons is just in his feelings. In his feelings. And by the way, uh, Scott and Jupiter tweets in, if you can get me two tickets to uh, FAU East Carolina, I'll take care of his $145,000 BMW DM me. Say less, Scott. I mean, Scott, if that happened, we can't leave a paper trail. We're already starting. Uh, so, so Bill Simmons is still on one. He had Stephen A. Smith on on the Bill Simmons podcast yesterday. I mean, just crying, crying, weeping. I want you to listen to this. He's so desperate. Damian Lillard, since second one of this, has said, I want the heat, I want the heat, I want the heat, I want the heat, I want the heat. Not I want the heat and maybe the Celtics and Nets. Not I want the heat and I'll listen to the Sixers. I want the heat, I want the heat, I want the heat. But this, this, I think what's happening is, is Bill Simmons hopes he puts enough hypothetical teams into the universe and maybe, maybe through some sort of transfer of uh, meta powers, the universe will deliver him, Damian Lillard, to someone not the Heat. I don't even think Bill Simmons is worried about Damian Lillard and the Celtics being involved. He just doesn't want to see the Heat get Damian Lillard. I think there might be something to that. I think it, it's, but it speaks to a bigger point that all of these people gnashing their teeth over Damian Lillard requesting the trade, it has nothing to do with them. Oh, you signed a contract. You, 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 you serve your team the entirety of that contract. You put pen to paper, legally binding, you stay in Portland. Oh, he has no trade clause. There's a no trade clause. Uh, you, you, you stick to the team. You sign the contract with it's paying you the money. It's not that. It can't be the case because we celebrate Bradley Beal. We celebrate the Kevin Durant, the right. Kyrie Irving. We celebrate it's, these moves. It's not that. It's not that. People want to masquerade behind that. What it is, what it is, is that they're really upset that Damian Lillard wants to go to the Heat. Really upset that the Heat are just pressing the reset button. That reset button may make them more powerful than they've been the last two years. Right? That's what's making people mad. And that is what's making Bill Simmons mad. And that is what has Bill Simmons just talking and pleading absolute nonsense on his podcast with Stephen A. Smith. Quality of life. You think about everything. You've been in Portland all of this time. I got a chance to play for Pat Riley, that coach. I got a chance to be coached by the great Eric Spolster. Terry Stotts was a damn good coach for years, but he wasn't great. He wasn't on the level of, of an Eric Spolster. Let's stop that nonsense, okay? You look at the players that they have, you ain't going to be able to get but so much to help them. Shaden Sharp and, and Scoot Henderson and them brothers ain't going to be able to do it with Damian Lillard. He wants to go with Bam and Jimmy Butler, find a way to make it happen. And then if you can't make it happen after you exhaust all options, then revisit the discussion. But don't sit up there and lament, oh, he just limited us to one team. Well, find out what the hell you can do to get him to that one team. He stayed with you for six years after everybody was saying he should have wanted out. He stayed. He didn't just sign a contract like James Harden didn't say I wanted out. This dude signed a contract with every intention to stay, and he's proven that 
because he's been there for the first decade of his career. Why can't it be Philly? Oh, God. Ivory? Because he said Miami. Can it, can it be Minnesota? No, because he no, said Miami. No, no. no. Uh, Could it be so. New Orleans? No, because he said Miami. I mean, Stephen A. At the end of that, gets super frustrated. Like, let's hear that when when no. he said when he uh, says New Orleans. New Orleans? I mean, he's just done with with Bill Simmons. What are we doing? What are we doing, Stop. Bill? Like Bill, Bill, you have spent two weeks naming teams. What about this team? What about this team? What about this team? What about this team? Bill, there's no what about. He said the Heat. He's never deviated from the Heat. There's no what about, Bill. Yeah, no amount of praying, no amount of just naming teams. Like, I can do that. I can go up and down the 30 teams in the NBA, name them all. We can do a segment about it. And every response is going to be no. In fact, let's just do that real quick. Here, let's role play, Stone. Let's role play, okay? Let's role play real quick. Okay, uh, I love, I'm gonna, I'd love I'm, to. I'm going to be I'm going to be Bill Simmons, okay? And you're going to be uh, you're going to be the world, okay? okay? I'm Bill Simmons. You're the world, okay? Um, hey, uh, world, rest of rational people. Uh, Damian Lillard said only the Heat, but why does it have to be only one team? Why does it have to be only one team? Why can't it be Damian Lillard to the Pacers? No. What about to the Bucks? Ugh. What about the Celtics? Come on. The 76ers? <laughs> what about the Cavaliers? No. What about the Knicks? No. Why can't it be the Nets? Ugh. Have we thought about the Hawks? Ugh. Perhaps the Raptors? Ugh. Are the Bulls in play? Come on. Maybe the Wizards will have a deal. Bill. What if the Magic put an offer? The Magic? Would the Hornets have a chance? No shot. Have we talked about the Pistons? Ugh. Maybe the Nuggets? <laughs> uh, World, the Grizzlies? No. Have we really put our wrapped our mind around the Kings? Ugh. The Suns could have some guys. No shot, Bill. Maybe the Clippers can help out Portland. Come on, Billy. Are the Warriors a possibility? Why would you think the Warriors are a possibility? What if it was the Lakers? Mm, no. The Timberwolves have a chance? No shot. Are the Pelicans in play? The Pelicans. Are the Thunder perhaps a, 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 a team that could get involved? Now, why would Damian Lillard go play for the Thunder? Why would the Mavericks? Why wouldn't the Mavericks call Portland? Ugh. Now, really think about the Jazz. <laughs> The Rockets, can they do something? Ugh. Oh, maybe the Spurs. No shot. Then that thus concludes <laughs> Bill Simmons is a dope. I don't know how many different ways to say it. I, I, I do think that Bill Simmons, with how much, how much weight his name carries, how long he's been in the business, he does truly believe maybe it's the main character syndrome in him that he, as a personality... And somebody, like I had already said, a carries coffee. a lot of weight, uh -huh. tries to carry the narrative, tries to start the buzz, tries to get all these other accounts on social media, all of these news entities, all these television stations, try to pick it up and run with it that, oh, Phillies began to chatter a little bit more. Oh, New Orleans, you know, here's how it's possible. And guys are starting to put out these trade pieces and whatnot. I, I do think at some point Bill thinks that he can get this going himself. Um. It is no surprise to me. Now, the, the ringer, that is Bill Simmons' entity. It's his, it's his universe, his content machine. We spend so much time about Bill Simmons, but it's been his fellow lackey, Kevin O'Connor, who's been doing the what about, what about, what about? Oh, I don't understand. Oh, this is unfair. Oh, Damian Lillard, he is, he's, he's, he's ruining the market. He's killing the NBA. Um, Ryan Rossillo, same thing. Ah, oh, this is bull bleep. He blew up the market. He's so unfair to Portland. Um, there's a writer at the ringer called Michael Pina. Imagine my surprise 
when I woke up this a.m. and I logged on Twitter.com, at KLV1063, by the way, and I saw the following 2,500-word piece entitled, Why the Raptors Should Go All In for Damian Lillard. I give up. Is this the ringer's business strategy right now? Up until the Heat and Trailblazers finally get this trade finished off, are they just going to, like, every day put out a new piece? Why the Rockets should go all in for Damian Lillard. Why the soon-to-be expansion Seattle Sonics should go all in for Damian Lillard. Like, what are, it is so, to me, it's so embarrassing because it's so clear what's happening. These are grown men who are hoping against hope that them merely putting these hypotheticals into the universe will come back to them and avoid their basketball catastrophe. And it's all because the Heat are so ingrained, rent-free, in these people, at that entity, the ringer, in those people's heads, because they're all Northeast guys. They're all fans of teams that are, are rivals and or come up woefully short on a regular basis against the Heat, and all the Heat keep doing is, is building up players, maximizing what they have, and these teams haven't been able to figure it out, a.k.a. the Raptors, a.k.a. the Celtics, a.k.a. the 76ers, that they're going to continue to embarrass themselves on this level. That guy spent... I mean, God knows how much time, 2,500 words, and I know it because I copied and pasted into Microsoft Word, 2,500 words on a hypothetical Raptors trade for Damian Lillard. I mean, what are we doing? Don't you have something better to do? Part of it's kind of gross because, like you had mentioned early on, I mean, these are grown-ass men. Like, these are guys who, who wake up in the morning, get paid a lot of money to do what they do. And to put out an article especially about the Toronto Raptors in this case, who Dame, I'm sure, hasn't thought about, who Dame's agent, I'm sure, hasn't thought about, who Michael Haynes has not even mentioned, to put out an article. It's kind of gross because it's one of two things. One being you actually think the Raptors can obtain Damian Lillard, hence why you put out the 2,500-word article. Or two, you hate the Heat that much and you don't want Dame to get what he wants and therefore, it's gross. It's just weird that it's grown men. If it were <laughs> student journalists, if it were a, a goofy meme account putting these things out and it was all satire, that's one thing. But these guys seem very serious, and it is because they hate the heat. And oftentimes, we talk about why people hate the heat. If you're ever asking or, or still wondering, just go ahead and check out any article The Ringer's putting out, anything that Bill Simmons is saying, because it's these guys' fault. These guys are giving you the answers that you're looking for, heat country. <sighs> it, th- that's cringy. Like it's 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 frustrating, but it's also just really cringy. I was thinking about this last night. I got a little um, the Oregonian. Uh, they have a couple of writers who do a really good podcast, cover the Blazers, and um, they were they were discussing. Uh, one writer in particular was discussing that they the Blazers and Heat might be very close on the framework for for a deal, and uh, I I saw it. And it just seemed a little, I want Damian Lillard on the heat, but it seemed a little hefty, hefty. That's a great way to put it. 
No, and actually, uh, no, 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 no. I take that back. I take. They have been discussing a good podcast. Uh, again, it's the Oregonian. But this is actually Zach Lowe. This is Zach Lowe. Okay. Um, here is here is what he wrote. Okay. Miami could offer Tyler Hero, Nikola Jovic, Jaime Jaquez Jr., and up to three unprotected first-round picks if they amend the terms of the pick they owe the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is a better offer than it has been made out to be, assuming the Blazers can spin Hero into at least one good first-round pick. This is what we've been saying the whole time. A third team doesn't necessarily have to get involved because... Too many people are falling for this narrative, this storyline that's been pushed by the Portland side, that Tyler Hero is is bad, that he's not worth a first-round pick, that he's not a contributor to a good basketball team, that he's not an outstanding talent, that Damian Lillard at 33 years old with that bloated contract, uh, he still is, is worth priceless amounts of assets. Like, no, at some point... As good and great as Damian Lillard is, forget good, he's great, the asset train stops, right? So I am of the belief that the Heat and Blazers could do this 1v1. You don't need a third team involved. But this is where I think that's too much, and this is where I hope a third team gets involved because if the Heat were to give up both Jovic and Triple J, then I start to feel very uncomfortable about this deal for the Heat, even though it's Dame. And I, I tweeted it yesterday at KLV1063. I think this is too hefty. This is too much. And I got some pushback from Heat fans. Not, not, not huge pushback, but come on, man. It's Dame. It's Dame. You're in win-now mode. You go. You get Dame. I think to fully be in win-now mode, though, you need to keep one of the two. You can't get rid of both. It's got to be one young guy, one of the last two first-round picks, need to stay, or else I personally start to feel uncomfortable. Does that make sense? Uh, of course it makes sense, but I think I'd be more worried if it was anybody else but the Heat. But for months and months and months, and at this point for decades with Pat, we've talked about player development and what they're able to do with nothing. Right? The, the juice you're able to get from the squeeze. So when you're talking about the unknown with Triple J and Nikola Jovic, we don't know how good they are. We don't know their ceiling. We haven't heard much about it. We've seen flashes in the pan, of course, from both guys. And, and in Hame's case, two summer league games. So I don't worry as much about it as you. I honestly, I'll take it a step further and say that I don't even think Portland wants these guys. Right? You're talking about a young core already, and this is who you're. This is well, th- th- this. It's it's not worth it for Portland. I, I know that's what we've been fighting. Thing, well, I think part of Portland's thing, at least initially or sporadically, they've been working in bad faith. I really, I think Joe Cronin's been working in bad faith yeah, but at be, times because he's let feelings get involved in this. There's no doubting that, but be real with yourself. What are you going to do with Jaime Hawkins Jr. and Nikola Jovic? Like, what are you going to do with these guys in the next four years, in the next four Like, what are you going to do with these guys? Like, why, I, I, why not I, I'm not getting that? out of bed for these guys. Why? You mean the Heat or the Blazers? Uh, any what team. You, Obviously, they're the ones on the block. If you're the Portland Trailblazers, are you getting out of bed for these two guys? You're with getting Jovic? Out of- Absolutely. I mean, come on. At, it, come on. At that position, especially, and you already have a group of young guys developing him uh, with the already young guys. They're already banking on the future of Scoot Henderson. Why not? Jovic is going to be good. Jovic is going to be good. And I think Triple J is going to be someone that's going to see big minutes like Hero did uh, in his first year with the Heat, in his rookie season. So I think you're undervaluing I am. those guys. But I, I, I you're think Joe Cronin. And, and, uh, sure. Stone, and, Stone Co- and, Cronin. And that's all fine and dandy. But again, you're talking about Dame. So so he just outweighs these guys. I, 
the more we speak about it, the more I think this lingers on because that's not enough. You do got to get other teams involved. And I think another bigger player is going to have to go from Miami that maybe we're not expecting. But Jaime, Nikola Jovic, of course, I mean, he was involved include, in a couple firsts. So let's hear from the Oregonian. Let's hear from the Oregonian. This is Aaron Fentress. This is what he believes, very locked in. He believes could get a deal done with the Heat and the Blazers, just one-on-one. So for me, and this is in part based on conversations I've had with people about what seems to be realistic. This is an, infor- this is a, this is an informed uh, prediction or, or right. uh, an assessment. Ass- assessment, there you go. Analysis, yeah. It's not just me on top of my head. I've talked about this with people. So if they can come out of this with four first-round picks. Four for the Blazers. At least one, if not two, young um, talents. And then salary filler. That should get it done. I'm told that right now, Miami has three firsts, hero, filler, and maybe a young player already. Like, So stop it right there. So that should get it done. So the question. That should get it done. Like, to me, that should get it done. If, if the Heat already have three firsts, hero, filler, and a young player, either Jovic or Triple J, that right there, I'm fine with it. But this is where I think you need a third team. It would be great to trade Hero to Brooklyn. There's your first. There's your first. Yeah. And then, done deal. And I think that that's very possible. And I think it's very rational. And I don't think it's disrespecting Portland. And I think the Heat still get what they want without blowing things up. Caleb Martin, don't even talk about it. Don't even think about it. Both Jovic and Triple J, I feel queasy about it. But if that, the way the Oregonian Fentress just laid it out, I'm good to go. Andy Ellisberg, sign off. I'm good to go as well. I think it's really hard to poke holes in that trade. Like, Like, where is the downside for Portland? Where's the downside for Miami? I don't think they're necessarily there. The like it's going are, to get done. I think the picks are more important than the young talent here. And if you're giving them three slash four mm-hmm. in a case like this, that's enough. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. Again, he he, he is in a, a supreme talent, but he's 33, and he's got a huge contract. At some point, Portland, you're you're dealing in a rational thought. So for the two weeks that we've been just shoving. This Damian Lillard stuff down everybody's throat, as is ESPN National, as is any television broadcast. And all of the audios that we've played, all of the scenarios that we've tried to throw out there, I think what we just played was probably the most hands-on, probably the most fiscal, probably the one that makes the most sense. Sensical, sensible, uh, much more intelligent than, what about Philly? What about New Orleans? Ugh. What about Toronto? It's going to take three or four firsts, get rid of some young talent, bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah, and I, I think that it's close. I do think that it's close, and it feels like it's close, and it feels like adults are starting to uh, take over the proceedings a little bit, not at the ringer, but in the places that matter, like the, uh, the front offices. When we come back, Mickey Mouse or broadcaster? I'll explain. I mean, it's really crazy. That's Stone Levano. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump it up, don't you know? Pump it up. You've got to pump From it up. From the NHR and the Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Uh, Stone, this has been a day of confrontation 
and verbal violence here on Ken Levicka Live. So why don't we real quickly just talk about some good things. One good thing I thought was Mina Kimes revealing her pregnancy last night on social media. Tweeting in front of the ESPYs. What do you call that? The backdrop? Yeah, the red carpet. The red carpet. The backdrop has the ESPYs logo. Uh, now I had a plus one, and it's her pregnant baby bump. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I, I enjoyed it. She said brought a date with the heart, right? Oh, it, yeah, it was that's all what it was. It was right. all fun and games. But I do have to ask you this, though. It's not a little look at me from Mina Kimes. Dude, like, you're she, pregnant. LeBron James is the greatest. He's not pregnant. He's the greatest of all time. When you talk he's about not, it, he's not bearing children. When any, I, I'm gonna put it this way. It's Here's not the a rules. little look at no, me. Ken. No, 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 no. This when is, you're, I don't know. When you're announcing a pregnancy, there was. No, it's not like she got. Uh, she skydove into the Kodak Theater last night in Los Angeles. It's not like she made a huge spectacle about it. It was fairly subtle. All things considered, it's not like she got up on stage and was like, hey, everybody, have a big announcement. Got knocked up. I think and it waited is. waited for the cheap applause. No, 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 no. LeBron, what he did last night is he just did something that nobody, absolutely nobody thought was an actual thing, and that was him retiring, and he made it into something so he could get applause for it, so he could feel the, he could feel the cheers of the people, of the public. Mina Kimes, she simply put a photo out there, because think about it, if she doesn't put that out there and then she's missing for three months from the NFL live set, people are going to think, especially this day and age, did, did Mina get fired? Okay. So her doing that or her announcing she's pregnant are the are, are two exact same things. Listen, Stop you, it. When, when you eventually... I don't know. I'm just going at this when is a you, little I, I don't hypocritical. Know is, I don't know if this... No, it's not hypocritical. And I don't know if this is going to happen. I don't know what you and Jess have planned down the road. But if you and Jess ever get pregnant and you have a little pebble, uh, okay... If you have a a, a a baby and Jess is going to announce her pregnancy, you know what you're not going to say to her and you're not going to think. You're not even going to think to say it to her because you're not going to think it. Or oh, is this too much when we announce that Jess is pregnant? All right, how about this? What is the award called for uh, a Radio Emmy, a Marconi? A Marconi. It's not a Radio Emmy. Uh, there's a, a Radio Emmy and then there's a Marconi. Okay. They're two different things. Okay. Excellence in broadcasting, Marconi. Hey, uh, by the way, today's show, Marconi, we're waiting for the award. Go ahead and just send it here. All right, so listen okay. to me. Listen to me. I'm going to play a scenario out for you. They should be good. It's announced that Ken Levicka, ESPN West Palms, and FAU's Ken Levicka is winning. Not FAU right now. Is winning. I'm not under contract with FAU right now. Okay. 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 Is winning a Marconi. Come out and celebrate as we do this at the Kravis Center, as we do this at the Breakers, whatever. Come and celebrate with us, with ESPN West Palm and Ken Levicka. He's winning a Marconi. In comes Stone and his girlfriend, Jessica. Mm-hmm. And Jessica's got a baby bump. And we're at your awards. You call me your radio life partner. We're tied to each other, right? I, I, I see where you're going with this. So you're getting this award. This night is all about you. But in comes my beautiful girlfriend right. with her beautiful baby bump. And now right. anybody who sees Jessica, anybody who sees me, even if I'm standing alongside you. Oh, my God, Ken, so happy to be here. Congratulations, Stone. Jessica, oh my God, what a time, right? So now we're not talking about your Marconi. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the baby bump and little pebble that's on the way. So a little bit of that spotlight's being turned over here. It's like, uh-oh, uh-oh, 
you got to turn and phase it to the baby bump. Little pebbles on the way is going to steal a little bit of the show. Let me ask you something. Have you ever heard the term false equivalence? Because what you just did is the textbook definition of false equivalence. Who was last night for individually, Stone? Uh, in the case of the uh, record-breaking performance, it would no, be LeBron. No, because it could have been about DeMar Hamlin. It could have been about Liam Hendricks, who uh, was given the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. It could have been about uh, LSU basketball. Uh, Angel Reese. Yeah, Angel Reese. Anybody who won an award last night. Could have been about it. Pat McAfee. He did good, by the way. There was no individual person who last night was for. They weren't throwing a gala for Pat McAfee. They weren't throwing a gala for Damar Hamlin. Mina Kimes, who is one of the most popular ESPN personalities remaining, well within her right to announce a pregnancy. She didn't one-up anybody. Jess and you, and by the way, in that hypothetical, that false equivalence hypothetical you just mm-hmm. presented to me, um, I would be perfectly okay with that because I think that would be awesome. And do you think that I would be okay with buying out the Kravis Center in order to have a night honoring me if I won a Marconi? How comfortable do you think I would be with that? <laughs> How receptive to that do you think I would be? Uh, Unless it was a surprise event. Do you think that I would like the idea of <laughs> having hundreds of people come out for me to praise me for my Marconi Award? I don't even like people celebrating my birthday. Do you think that I would be happy with that? Well, just prepare yourself. <laughs> because next time you won an award, uh-huh. I'm knocking her up. And then we're showing up with Pebble on the way. And we're stealing your show. Just prepare yourself. You know what? I just prepare. Here's what actually is going to happen is Jess at some point, and I'm not saying anytime soon, but Jess at some point is going to get pregnant, and instead of her announcing it, you're going to slip and say something on the air about it. Stop it. That's absolutely how that's going to go that's down. That's disrespectful. Disrespectful right. or correct. <laughs> a little bit There's of both. There's a difference, right. A little bit I, of both. I, and then I can be like, oh, way to one-up the show, Stone, and you took the limelight from your girlfriend. By the way, if Jess is listening, she is mortified right now about the discussion about her upcoming pregnancy. You're just throwing it around willy-nilly. Right, right, right. right. We're Pebble just, Jr. Yeah, just yeah, hanging yeah, out right, there. Right. Uh, she's like, uh, guys, I never even thought about that. Dude. All right. The guy in the sweatpants said that, Jess. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, the troll. Uh, the troll. The neckbeard. Ted jackass. All right. So, real quick, let me uh, tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. All right. Uh, So if you have kids, especially of a young age, chances are they're Disney fans. Chances are they are in love with Mickey Mouse. Now, Mickey Mouse and his prominence in the Disney world has certainly reduced over the years because, well, there's, I mean, the Disney movie franchises are massive. And so my girls love Frozen. They love Moana. They love any number of Disney movies. These days, Mickey Mouse is just sort of on the periphery, right? Uh, but if you go to Disney World, you know who kids still get excited to see the most? And Mickey. people of my age? Yeah, Minnie. Mickey. What, Mickey and Minnie. Right. So Mickey's still very much a, and, and I would argue, ice cream truck, the Mickey Mouse ice cream bar, is still all-time banger. Hot take alert. Yeah. 
all-time banger because the ears, the hard chocolate, I mean, how good is that? The gumball eyes. Oh, my God. It goes head-to-head with the old SpongeBob piece, too. Oh, yeah, and the SpongeBob's elite because yeah. it's got the gumball nose. Yeah, but Mickey's definitely yeah. top top two. Yeah. So uh, you've got you've got Mickey's voice in your head if you're a parent of kids of a certain age. Now, I'm seven and five, so I've still got Mickey Mouse residuals bouncing around in the old cranium. Okay, let's just let's just hear let's just hear real quick. Um, this is Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse animated. Actually, very good entertaining stuff for the whole family. This is modern day Mickey Mouse voice from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I love to make new friends. And sometimes all it takes is a smile and a hello to make a new friend. Yippee! Let's hear that one more time. Mickey Mouse from Mickey's Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on the Disney Channel. I love to make new friends. And sometimes all it takes is a smile and a hello to make a new friend. Yippee! So keep that voice in your brain as I now have you listen to from WFNZ in Charlotte. This is their play-by-play radio voice, Will Palachuk, calling a goal for Charlotte FC of the MLS in a match last weekend against Cincinnati FC. I present to you... Will Palachuk on the Charlotte FC radio network. Vargas in the area, still with it on the right side, stepping over, sending it back for Lindsay. Lindsay sends it back into the area for Svidersky. One touch, he scores! Another one for Svidersky! And that one was more impressive than the first! All right, cut it off right there. So, you can see where I'm going with this. Let's hear Mickey again, if we could, Stone. Mickey Mouse from the Disney Channel. I love to make new friends. And sometimes all it takes is a smile and a hello to make a new friend. Yippee! And now, Will Palachuk, the radio voice of Charlotte FC. Vargas in the area, still with it on the right side, stepping over, sending it back for Lindsay. Lindsay sends it back into the area for Svidersky. One touch, he scores! Another one for Svidersky! And that one was more impressive than the first! All right, so... I I think he's very good. I just, boy, that um, that pitch level is a bit much. You know what the best part of that is? Let's hear it one more time. He calls the goal, and he goes, he sounds like a hockey announcer at first. And he scores! And then you come back down and you call it. But he just keeps going up and up and up. And the real true Mickey Mouse part of it comes in the third stanza of this call. Vargas in the area, still with it on the right side, stepping over, sending it back for Lindsay. Lindsay sends it back into the area for Svidersky. One touch, he scores! Another one for Svidersky! And that one was more impressive than the first! And now, if we could hear Mickey Mouse from Mickey Mouse Playhouse. Mickey Mouse. Love to make new friends. And sometimes, all it takes is a smile and a hello to make a new friend. Yippee! Oh, God. That's Stone Levato. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Vargas in the area, still with it on the right side, stepping over, sending it back for Lindsay. Lindsay sends it back into the area for Svidersky. One touch, he scores! Another one for Svidersky! And that one was more impressive than the now, back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. 
WFNZ, Charlotte FC Radio. And now, Disney Channel. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Love to make new friends. And sometimes, all it takes is a smile and a hello to make a new friend. Yippee! Ah, <laughs> uh, it is hot out. That's not a laughing matter. It is hot. It is gross. It is disgusting. You like heat indexes in the triple digits? Boy, do I have something for you. Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. South Florida, awful, miserable, and it rained earlier today here in downtown West Palm, which means it's going to be extra steamy, extra terrible. You need your AC working. You need it working, you need it functioning, and if it goes down, you need EDS. EDS is, yes, edsairconditioning.com. We realize there's a lot of options, but EDS Air Conditioning makes appointment schedules around you. They are top-notch. They've been doing it since 2006, family-owned and operated. They are going to get you set up. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. That's edsairconditioning.com. What did we learn today? There are some jerks in the world, and Ted is the biggest one. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.